This is the Worship Atmosphere Podcast, Episode 6, Failure Isn't What You Think. Today we're talking about failure, success, how do you even determine what that is. It's all very interesting, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Troy King, and I know that ministry is a tremendous blessing, but it's also challenging and sometimes lonely. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. Together, we'll explore the mindset and heart set of ministry so that you can nurture a worship atmosphere in your church where people can encounter God and worship Him freely. This is the Worship Atmosphere Podcast. All right, welcome back to Worship Atmosphere. My name is Troy, and uh, I want to encourage you to uh, like this video. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider subscribing to the channel and visit worshipatmosphere.com to, uh, if you want to listen to the show via MP3 or subscribe via iTunes or other uh, audio platforms. But today we're going to be talking about failure, and I know on this channel, uh, and I think it was last year I had a, a video on recasting failure and, and that sort of thing, but you know, it, it, it's an ongoing struggle, really, when you're in ministry and you have this perceived failure, when things just don't seem to be working out. But you have to really keep in mind that it's not your perspective that matters. It's God's perspective. So today we're going to uh, talk a little bit about this and see if we can't maybe overcome some obstacles in our own minds that need to be overcome. Failure really is all about perception. And how do you, how do we define failure, right? It's, it's our expectations are not being met. I expect A to happen when I lead this song service. I expect people to come running to the altar after I've preached this message but the result is they don't. They're not moving. It looks like you're having no effect and you feel like a failure. You feel like you're not making any headway. So why keep trying, right? That's when the enemy sneaks in and starts saying, you know, maybe you're just not cut out for this. Maybe you're not doing it right. Maybe you're not doing a good job. Maybe it's you. But you have to step back because where do these expectations come from, right? Why do you think that this song set should kick off like a barn burner? Why do you think people should come running to the altar after you're done preaching? Why do you think that? Did that, did that um, expectation come from you? Or come from God. Now I will tell you, I have had expectations where um, God told me this song, <laughs> this song is anointed for this service, or uh, I, I felt something in the atmosphere, and I knew that that service that Sunday night, pastor wasn't going to get to preach because people would just be. Um, overwhelmed by the Spirit of God, and we would just have a time in the presence of the Lord. And those things happened. Those were expectations that I had because I believed, because I, I heard the Spirit talking to me, and I believed, 
and those things happened. But I've also put together song sets that I thought, hey, this was really great. I think they should respond to this. And they didn't. Now, <laughs> that was my own expectation. That wasn't God-given. That was just my own expectation that I set. And when it didn't happen, boy, I felt awfully sad. Felt awfully sad indeed because I, of course, I mean, I want them to respond. I want the congregation to encounter the Lord and feel his, his wonderful presence. Of course, I'm going to feel sad when that doesn't happen. But then I beat myself up over it. I beat myself up over it. So how do we really measure success? How do we determine what is success and what is failure? Because we can't really rely on our own metrics. We're just making it up as we go along. We don't know what God's plan is. Unless God has revealed it to you, you don't know the six-month trajectory for spiritual growth in your church. You just don't. You can have a plan. You can have a hope. But you don't know what God's will is unless he's revealed it to you. So how can we possibly, how can we possibly measure success? Well, I can't answer that for you, but let's talk about it. But I think it helps if we view it from God's perspective. I think that's really important. We have to remember that God doesn't fail. If he has given you a song set, that uh, you know is anointed, if he's given you a message that you know is anointed, don't believe for a second that God is going to fail. His plans don't change. Sometimes we encounter things in life where maybe we receive a word, maybe we receive a calling, maybe we receive something from God, but the timing isn't what we think. We think, well, this is going to be now. I think this is going to happen in the next month. And it doesn't. Well, I must have failed. No, you didn't. Maybe you didn't fail. Maybe. Maybe you just don't understand the timing. Maybe God is thinking eight months or a year. You have to be patient. You have to, to have faith that whatever God has given you or told you, that his plan isn't going to change as long as you're doing your part. As long as you're doing what you've been asked to do, he's going to do what he promised he's going to do. We see that in his word over and over again. He will do what he promises as long as we uphold our end of the agreement. That's where Israel fell short. They just continued to, to not live up to the end of their, uh, live up to the, uh, their end of the bargain. That's what I'm trying to say. But God knows the right timing. And even then, is it a failure in God's eyes? Right? You may preach that message and you may see little to no response on their faces, but you don't know what's going on in their hearts. And I have, I have fell victim to this many a time where I'm leading worship and... I'm not seeing the response that I'm hoping to see. But just because I don't see people not raising their hands or uh, they, they just 
they sit in the back with their arms crossed. The, the, the word of encouragement that I've prepared, the songs that I've selected, maybe there's something going on in their heart. Maybe there's a battle they're wrestling with in their mind. And maybe that particular song set or that message, maybe that helps them overcome that trial, overcome that situation, give them some sort of relief or hope. But it's not visible in their physical form, but it's in their spirit. Now, I can't see their spirit, but God can. God can see their spirit, and he sees that what you've prepared has helped them in the spiritual realm overcome something. But I don't see it physically. And I think, oh, what a failure. What a failure that was. No. No. You don't know that. You don't know that. There could be a massive victory going on behind someone's eyes that you're totally and completely unaware of. But God knows. God knows. Think about this. 2 Kings 6 and 15. Elisha and his servant are camping out and there's an army come for Elisha. The servant goes out and sees the physical. Oh, we are done for. What are we going to do? Elisha says, eh, it's more of us than there are of them. <laughs> he gets it. So he prays, Lord, let my servant See what I see. And the servant opens his eyes, looks up, and sees the heavenly. Sees the spirit realm. Sees the truth. He sees things through God's eyes. That gives him hope. Gives him faith. I love that story. It's powerful. Because the victory was already there. He just didn't see it. And we are in the same boat as that servant most of the time. We don't see the victory in the spirit realm. We don't see the battles being waged as we're preaching our heart out. And we're looking at what seems to be cold, empty eyes. But we don't know the war going on inside their, their hearts and minds. But God sees it. There's more under the surface. I have, uh, I, I know someone who, who told me a, a story once and um, they were preaching and they knew they had a message from God for this church. And they were preaching their heart out and what they received back was just nothing. There was Blank faces across the board. No one, no one was moving. No one was clapping, shouting amen. No one was getting up and jumping. I mean, it was just dead, 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 dead. But afterwards, someone came up and said, every word you said, everything you were saying was, was profound. It was just, my mind was reeling with everything that you were saying. There was massive victory going on. But, it wasn't observable on the outside, but in the spiritual realm, there was stuff happening. So, 
Was that a success or a failure? <laughs> what would God call it when his saints are being encouraged? When his saints are being lifted up? When his saints are being restored and the, the, the ones who have gone to sleep are starting to wake up? So, who has the responsibility? As a minister, you are responsible to prepare. Your opening message, your song selection, your Bible study, your sermon, whatever it is, you are responsible to prepare to the best of your ability. God's responsibility is to move according to his will. And we know he's faithful. We know that we can trust and count on him. We know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. We know he's faithful to his word. And the people's responsibility is to respond. Ministers are like prophets. Right? We are supposed to be in tune with God. We've prepared a message that the Lord has given us, or a song set, whatever it may be, and we deliver it. That's our responsibility, to prepare and deliver. God will move. God will stir for the heart that is open, for the heart and mind that is willing to listen and receive. God is there moving and he's faithful. We know we can count on him, but it's the people's responsibility to respond. It's their job to stop looking at their watch, stop playing with their phone, and respond to what God is trying to do. If you have prepared and are in the will of God, then the people respond then the people are responsible to respond to God. They don't respond to you. Now there are certain as as uh, as as preaching goes, there are things you can say and do to cheerlead, to get people to respond. There are those things that are, uh, you know, push-button tactics, if you will. They're out there, and they're used all the time. But sometimes they're overused. Sometimes they're, they're used just to get a response. Because the preacher, or whoever, is, is, is preaching for the response. But don't do that. Preach that God's will would be done. Lead worship that God's will would be done. And the people, how they respond is between them and God. It has nothing to do with you, really. <laughs> as long as you've done your part. As long as you've done... As long as you've done your part. God's doing his part. It's up to them. So don't blame yourself when they don't respond the way that you think that they should or the way that you hope because it could be their own resistance. They could be, as long as you're will in the will of God, you're doing great. But if they are out of the will of God, if they're not responding and they should be, then that's on them. Not saying cast them to the wolves. Keep trying. Keep working. Don't give up on them. Keep praying for them and fasting and, and calling out their names in prayer. It is so important. But 
if they don't respond, don't beat up on yourself. If you've done your part, just keep praying and believing and trusting in the Lord. And don't let the enemy speak words of failure and negativity into your ear because you know he will. I know he will. He's done it to me a lot. I'm telling you, rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Do it now. So what next? So the next time you encounter a perceived failure, ask God if there is something you could have done better. Lord, could I have prepared more? Should I have presented it a different way? That I you know, was there something that I could have done to make this a better outcome? Seek advice or mentorship with your pastor or another elder. They are in your life for a reason. God has put you in that place for a reason. The people around you are there with purpose. So seek their advice from someone you trust. And then just keep going. Keep going. Keep trying. Keep praying and believing in God. But don't get down about it. Don't let the enemy sneak in and get you down because it'll derail you and, and sully the work. And we don't need that. We don't want that. God doesn't want that. I can tell you this from personal experience. Several years ago, the Lord sent me a message. And at the time, I didn't understand it. It didn't seem to apply. It didn't seem to make sense. But the message basically was, don't let the devil keep you down. <laughs> don't let him mess with you. And I thought, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really, you know, things are okay. Things are good. And then a few months later, man, my self-esteem was tanked. I had all sorts of doubt. I had all sorts of just wondering and questioning and what do I do? And then I remembered the word from the Lord to encourage me. And I was thankful that the Lord loves me enough, cares for me enough, that he sent me some encouragement before I even knew that I needed it. How wonderful is it that the Lord will send us encouragement before we even know that we need it. And if you're looking for encouragement today, and just turn to his word. Turn to his word and let him reveal himself to you and encourage you. So I pray that this discussion about failure and success, I hope it's encouraged you. I pray that you've been blessed by this episode because in ministry, we have ups and we have downs and it, <laughs> it can be awfully lonely and frustrating sometimes, but just keep believing in the Lord. Keep doing the things that you know you need to be doing and preparing to the best of your abilities and let God do the work. He is the one who does the work. Don't get me wrong. Prepare the best you can, but it's God who does the work. It's his spirit that does the moving. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. I pray the Lord will go with you and strengthen you. And uh, please consider subscribing to the channel. Hit the bell icon to get notified of new episodes. Thanks for watching. God bless.
See you next time.